When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Look at Beat Show. It's a Thursday. It's near the weekend. Let's get funky. Let's put on a track for all you ravers out there. I'm missing radio, Luke. <laughs> all the with the rinse and sound. Yes. Um, you uh, entertained um, some millennials in the office a little earlier on, the people who work for Kostakarnov, uh, with a blast on the shared Bluetooth speaker of Zombie Nation. Um, it was not great. Oh, that's quite, quite, good, quite a good impression. It's quite good. It's not great. Oh, that's quite, quite good. Quite a good impression. It's quite good. Well done. One for all you ravers out there. Awful, awful song. Awful I want song, I want, awful times. I really wanted them to call for a rewind, but they didn't. <laughs> they did not. Yeah. Call for the P45. I mean, you've, you've made me out there to be an annoying, uncool, cringy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fair? Yeah, you got, Is that for you standing by you that? Got, have you got anything to disavow of that uh, notion? No. No. I've got nothing. you got nothing. I've got nothing to defend myself with. Uh, how are you? How's your week been? I'm good. Uh, I'm on the verge of uh, travelling to see my family in Japan. Oh yes, your secret family. Secret? Well, not so secret. Started on the lot. Little, how many children you got now? Little Jimmy, <laughs> Sophie. What, why do you call them Jimmy? Well, and think, so, where's that come from? Well, 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 you know, they very they look very much like me. Mm. So it'd be weird to give them Japanese names, wouldn't it? Poor so, little lambs. Poor little lambs. Uh, so you, you'll be yeah, you're on your way to Japan later today. Aren't Ooh you? la la! And the reason I know that is because you filled in the group diary wrong which made me make plans for us to do something and then you said you couldn't then you got very obstinate about it and then I corrected you saying you didn't fill the diary in properly and then you backed down well I set the um, I clearly set up that particular um, appointment quite late in the day and the thing about the iPhone is it, it defaults to whatever time you set up the meeting and it just says right there so have a bit of that have you ever <laughs> shut out five pounds of thick uh, gelatinous gummy bears out of your arse? I wasn't expecting you to do that, go that way mm-hmm. with this, but carry on. Have you ever pooped five pounds of gummy bears out of your bum? Five pounds in weight? Yes. I, to be Why honest, are you thinking about it? I famously don't really like chewy sweets. Oh, do you not? We talk about this every time you bring Haribo in, I'll tell you that. When do I bring Haribo in? I'm well, not a Haribo man. Some, of the, some guys do, don't they? Some, some, guys, some guys do. Some of the guys bring some it Some of the guys bring it in. And everyone goes, oh, I love Haribo, and I'm like, I don't like it. <laughs> Hurts my teeth. It's your teeth. Yeah, How so, soft are your teeth? Why is someone shitting out gummy bears? <laughs> um, basically, there is a amazing market-leading toilet, a steel toilet that can never be defeated, a high-abuse steel toilet, and I am obsessed with it. Right. Um, it can flush five pounds of gummy bears. It can flush 40 golf balls. It can flush anything you throw at it. It will flush. Who made it? I don't know. And when did you, how did you come across it, so to speak? I can't remember, but I wrote, I, I, I put a link to it into my email and I wrote the word laps. The Metcraft HET toilet um, 
Yeah, it, you can you can basically flush whatever you want. Is it available it? for general purchase? Can I you get it in your house? Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. want to. No one wants a steel metal toilet in their house, do they? They filled it with six hundred aircons. Six hundred. Yeah. Oh, I like this toilet because it reminds me of when I was in prison. <laughs> no one wants that in the toilet. Look in their at bathroom. that. Look at that. Look at the state of it, and it's flushing. All the aircons have gone. That's brilliant. Have you ever seen anything more beautiful than that? It's like when Alan Partridge goes on that barge. Yeah. <laughs> pound of Perf- mashed up Dundee cake. One flash, all gone. Perfect. You've got elderly. Yeah, uh, peace elderly of mind, relatives. I'm sure. Particularly if we're travelling with elderly relatives on board. <laughs> um, what about this for a story? This caught my eye. I want that toilet. Uh, yeah. I mean, how much is it? You found out how much it is? It, it, it looks like I'd need infrastructure to support it. Sure, because um, surely it's to do to with be a the plumbing, pipes. not just the t- toilet. Well, no, because I think. Presumably the pressure would come from... Now, I'm not a plumber. It will not surprise you to learn. Mm. Um, sure, it's the, the pressure of the water rushing past the U-bend rather than the pressure above because gravity just takes that down, doesn't it? No, I think it's to do with the, the strength of the, um, the, the ballcock in the system, no? No. The, all, all the ballcock in the system does is tell the um, valve whether to open or close because the ballcock just says, is this pool of water is there enough water to administer a flush right and oh so that's what it is then so it's the weight of the water above flushing it down yeah so that's what you want you want a massive tank above you it. want a lot of no well yeah you want that or you want also the, the the pressure of it going under so yeah i don't know how would i make how would i flush 500 aircons down a toilet guys um plumbers i th- i think um because how been, can I modify my toilet? To I've do been that? to houses of yeah. friends and family members, and I'm not going to name them shame because it's not their fault. Weak ass to- toilets. Yeah, and yeah. You, you've got to think twice about what yeah. you're going to do. How are you going to play it? Bring a butter knife. Nah, that's grim. <laughs> it's just the fact that you've used the term butter knife. That I don't like it. But you can't. You have to cheese knife with a little uh, p- porky bit in. <laughs> you have to oh, toot, toot. a whisk. A hand oh, whisk. No, that's worse. But if I said to, if I said to you, you're going to go visit a family member. And um, or uh, actually no, make it more awkward. So it's going to be your significant other's family. Yes, for a, for a weekend or mm-hmm. whatever. And the toilet mm. is it's like a fifty fifty whether it's, you're going to be able to flush a shit or not. Yeah, how are you approaching that situation? Battery powered neutral bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Pre. No, seriously, what would you do? Do a little poop poop in one of them. Pour it in. Would you plan your your shit so that if you go to out for dinner or for a cafe, you'd go then? Um, you, you are someone who gets crippled by embarrassment. I'm bad, but you're I worse than me. I can't. Yeah, but I I don't poo that often, so it's not. It's never been that much of a problem. Though as I get older, um, when it comes, it needs to come. <laughs> it does. It does. Be, it's I'm, non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. My body goes, Peter. I, I know we've not had this conversation in a couple of days, but now it's time, mm. my friend. And so, what? How would you approach it? What do you mean? You're just going to risk it. You're going to risk it for a biscuit. Risk it for a biscuit. Just just just, just get it out. And what happened if you did block the toilet? Would you go and speak to the owner of the house and say, I'm sorry about this? I've this never blocked a toilet. It was not... Um, ir- you just get, get your hand out. Get your hand... Pull out the... That is the... People are listening to this. What do you mean? You don't put your hand down the toilet. Well, how do you clear a blockage of a plunger. toilet? Well, if, what, if there isn't a plunger? They should be providing the plunger if they know their toilet's bad. Exactly. Yeah. So if they haven't got a plunger, they've only got themselves to blame. What, Attack it with a plunger. What? If you haven't got a plunger, you've only got yourself to play when there's a man who belongs on the fringes of our society yeah. walking around your house with a shitty hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wash it after. Your fault? So, yeah. Are you going to wash it? No, I'm not going to wash it, actually, because no. it's your fault. Get your plunger. Yeah. Buy um, a plunger before you need it, not when you need it. Get in touch. Best advice. Hello at Get in touch. Let us know how you approach that tricky, thorny social issue. But I was going to mm. say before we got sidetracked by that, 
that I read on the BBC website in Wales, a public footpath that cuts through the middle of a naturist campsite is finally to be rerouted. It runs alongside 15 caravan pitches uh, in Carmarthenshire. uh, And after a process um, that lasted the best part of two years, the existing public footpath will be blocked and a new route will be introduced. And the woman who runs the campsite with her husband, Mike, Joe and Mike, the nature of campsite the nudies. We're relieved it's over and done with and the path's going to be diverted. Um, What do you think about that, Pete? (laughs) What do you mean? Well, public footpaths are are a very old and ancient part of British life, aren't they? I think they date back hundreds of years. You can't... um, There was famously one that went through Sting's house. Oh, really? uh, Through his garden. And people were just, obviously, because they want to piss off Sting. Who wouldn't? Mm. Um... Just people just kept walking through it, and he got pissed off. Yeah, but there's nothing you can do about it because yeah. the, the law, I think, supersedes the kind of housing thing. Yeah, so I like that. Yeah, I do as well. I quite like it. But what would you do if um if you were a naturist and people kept walking through? Do you want to be seen or do you not want to be seen? I just take my clothes off, walk through it. They wouldn't, well, exactly, know, they wouldn't yeah. know you were, would they? They'd yeah, but exactly. But I mean, surely the naturist, surely that footpath has been there longer than the naturists have decided to get their bollocks out. Yeah. So why should they change it? Yeah. But I mean, presumably, naturist that you're not embarrassed by the things that you're doing. Yeah, I don't really understand unless why... You're that... new, unless you're a naturist who's wearing clothes and then you're just embarrassed by the idea of not, not keeping up your end of the bargain. In great... Lo- in, gr- <laughs> in great... What I would do is I'd probably just unzip my flies yeah. as I'm walking through, flip the old cock and balls out, yeah. say, look, I'm one of you guys. I'm one of you guys, but, I'm, but I've, got, I've got business to attend to. But did natur- I'm off to a wake. Did, did naturists not want people who aren't naturists to see them because they're not part of the swindle? Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. um you know, deal with life. It it seems slightly childish to me. The whole kind of thing is it a bit like drug takers? Like so, basically, if you're in a room with a lot of drug takers, yeah, uh, they want to be around. Presumably, they want to be around, around other, other drug, drug takers. takers. Yeah, yeah, they want to be around other nudists. So, do they think that clothed people spoil their vibe? Yeah, I would say so. But don't don't build your little caravan park next to a next to a footpath. And what happens if you find yourself into a situation? Where it was all nature, so would you just get involved? Yeah, I'd get involved. Yeah, get involved. Yeah, bit of a giggle. Chat about your tattoos. <laughs> Chat about my tattoos. You famously the had trouble lizard. getting your trousers off, don't you? The lizard. I've got, I've got rather large calves and yeah. rather tight trousers. trousers exactly. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, um, in the great bit of local journalism, BBC uh, reporter interviewed several people live next door to the campsite. Mm. Who said they had no problem at all with the naturists. No, I bet they played didn't. Perverts. <laughs> Yeah, but never never a fine figure of uh, humanity, are they? One of the people in the interview was the same bloke who um, Fiona emailed about on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) You guys sat uh, eating snacks. To be honest, it saves me a job. I just have to look at my window. It's the snacks I don't get. Yeah, what snacks snacks are appropriate for that situation? Do you eat when you get down to... (laughs) (laughs) What can you... I'm never doing the same. If I'm jerking it, I'm not eating. It's not happening. It's a completely different headspace. There's nothing to suggest he was jerking it. Why is he, why is he sat in a chair looking at a lot of 18-year-old girls in a house? Oh, it's a question you often... Come on now. It's a question that often gets asked. Come on now. Maybe Who's he, eating lasagna then? Yeah, ready meal. Take the plastic with you. Who's eating a full tray of lasagna then? There is no appropriate meal for that situation. No, disgraceful. Directly he's trying to throw people off the sentence is where I like to eat my... Volavons. Banana. Banana. Volavons. One other story that caught my eye just before we uh, <laughs> get on with this whole nonsense is um, in Spain as well. This is a story that came out a week or two ago. 
in Spain. Some, uh, someone flushed a lot of air cons down a toilet. Yeah, to a in, blocked in a naturist toilet. Well, when I was in uh, Seville, um, a lot of places um, still have that old um, hustle where they you can't put the um, toilet roll down the toilet. Oh, lots of places. Tedious. In Greece, you can't either. Tedious. Sort your pipes out, guys. In Greece, you can't do it. Um, can you drink the water in um, Spain, though? Yeah. No, no, it is, you can. Because they don't, they don't advise that in Greece, either. Oh, okay. I thought it was an EU it's... thing, like the EU brought it up to standard, but right. not everywhere, apparently. Yeah. Um, anyway, in Spain... Um, do you know where, where the most delicious water is? Iceland. Plain toilet. No, train toilet. Oh, <laughs> God. There was, there was an interesting story about that. So a, brackish. Um, a farmer in Nebraska mm. recently... Um, I think he either gate crashed the meeting or he was invited to the meeting or something. Uh, and he found the, um, a, a committee or a local elder council who had signed off on fracking yeah. in the area. And he was against it for lots of different reasons. And he said to them, would you drink water that's been contaminated with the runoff of fracking? And they obviously were like, yeah, no worries. Of course I would. It's, yeah. it's been fine. It's been, it's been found to be fine. And he was like, oh, good news. Because I fucking brought some with me. <laughs> and he poured it out yeah. and gave it to them. Cool. And it was all... It's like flammable, isn't it? it was, like it some was, of that stuff. Yeah, it's horrendous. There's, there's pictures of people being able to light their taps on fire yeah. and stuff. So, um, oh, they, I mean, good on him. This, that'll be coming. That'll <laughs> be coming. Don't you worry about it, oh, guys. Yeah. We're on the, be coming. We're on the fast train. <laughs> <to that baby. laughs> um, um, anyway, I was going to say in Spain, in the Balearic Islands, um, they've just passed a law banning pub crawls and happy hours in the Balearics. Yeah. They've made their money, haven't they? And you it's an, would... It's an attack on the nighttime economy. But isn't that a weird thing? Because I know I know people from lots of nations, Britain firmly included in that, go over there and, and behave appallingly. Yeah. But I would imagine that a large proportion of people there don't behave that badly. I mean, I've been there a few times and you know, I didn't commit any crimes or anything. I, I've um, never been on a booze cruise. I've never been on like a, a pub crawl, rather. Right. I, can't, I don't think I've ever been on a pub crawl. Which is and, weird for you, because you love moving quickly. Yeah, I know. It's ideal for me. But I mean, I've, I've never been in a pub crawl that um, would... that I've, I have I, I can drink my own beer. I can create my own problems. Yeah, true. So you're a one-man pub crawl. A one-man pub crawl. But, but do you think it's interesting they've banned it? Because presumably they make quite a lot of... So it's a bit of a deal with the devil, isn't it? Well, it's like, tw- like 20 years. It's like when the people of Holloway Road um, started buying up property and, and moving into property, and they made all the, uh, the, the, the nightclubs close down. Um, that used to open until three or four in the morning. It's like, you talk about Big Red? A, that was no, no, no. It was, it was like kind of um, like sort of dance hall, kind of like um, reggae nights and stuff on the on the on the, on the Holloway Road, mm. and they close them down. And it's just really annoying because it's like, well, you knew that that has existed for a lot longer than you've owned that house, mm. a lot longer than you've um, rented that house. Annoying. Mm. Yeah. Is it annoying. Like, is, it like, is it like that though? What is it similar? What do you mean? It's not similar, is it? Well, presumably. They've been doing this for the last 25 oh, years. But I think what's happened is local people have just decided they're too fed up of it. Right. So um, free bars, adverts for alcoholic drinks are also forbidden, along with alcoholic vending machines. Are they not? Yeah. I didn't even know are that they, was a thing. <laughs> are they not part of it, though? Are they, presumably a lot, them, a lot of them will be employed by the same bars. Yeah, it's weird. And also shops apparently selling alcohol in, their, in, in Ibiza's West End and Playa de Palma in Magaluf mm. must close between 8.30 at night and 7 in the morning. You yeah. don't do any business. That I mean, that, yeah, but that should be who buys beer from a thing from a, from a, um, a shop like that. We're not all independently wealthy out. like you, Pete. No, before they go out, like you buy that before you go. Out. That's like that's walkie beers. So you buy them before you walk out, walk out, and then you hit the bars. That's the famous the old Glen Roder. The old walkie what? Glen Roder, one for the road, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> walkie beers. Walkie beers. Shower beer. 
Where do you rank them in the thing? Where's walkie beer compared to a shower beer? Shower beer is the lowest of the low. No, I love a shower beer. Behind only, um, you can't have a shower, you can't have a beer in the shower with you. It's, it's not. You're going to stag do later on in the year. Are you going to be drinking in the shower? No, because this is only a one day. This is, this it's a one day. This is the perfect is the stag do for me. It's a one day all day. It's a up. Mikey Raya. Grow up. A Leo Sayer. You'll be asleep by nine. Only Pathetic. in the Walthamstow district of London. <laughs> where there's some lovely pubs, and I, I cannot stress this enough, I will be home and in bed by 8pm. Pathetic. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I won't turn up till 4pm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect standard for me, but I'd love people to email in, and we'll have a little break in a minute, we'll come back and do some emails, mm. and we'll set some more homework, but I would love people to uh, email in ranking the types of beers. Now, I don't mean the brands of beers, I don't mean like a Pete Donson, I'm a Heine man, I don't mean that, I mean the I'm types... Boy. The, the ways you drink them. So your shower beers, yeah. your walkie beers. Can I interest yeah. you in an empty four pint of milk um, washed out, filled with orange juice and some Glen's vodka? That's that's down there for me. You just described that's down, Friday that's night <laughs> in the Donny household. For a long time, that was uh, my Friday night. Other with type, friends. Other types of beer. Clear. A football beer. Having a beer at the football. Having a beer at the football, yeah. yeah. yeah a Christmas but day beer. Not a pleasurable beer, though. You're having to drink it in, like, pff, ten minutes maximum. You're having to absolutely wolf it down. Unless you're in non-league, mate. Unless you're in non-league. You can drink it in front of... Yeah. That's, I heard you that. You can take a dog in. There, yeah, you can. There was a, there was a lot of consternation around, I, I want to say, Bromley right. last time I was there. I, I overheard a few old boys complain that if the team got promoted, they would no longer be able to drink beer in yeah. the little bar bit in view of the pitch. What's they the didn't want it to happen. What's the point? That's, that is a shame. Why, why are you point? stopping an old man having a nice beer watching the football? What, do you think uh, the only people who should drink are the only, uh, have, they have to be over 45? Beer on a plane? Another one? No, too fizzy. You love a fizzy lager. Yeah, we don't like it on a plane. I'm a tomato juice. I'm a, I'm a um, All right. Bloody Air- Mary or a sake. Airport beer. No, never. Some people love the time. Beer. I, they start so early, Luke. I don't like it. Get in touch with us. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com and we can build a definitive list. Shower beer, airport beer, walkie beer. <laughs> hospital beer hospital uh, <laughs> let's have a break and afterwards we'll do some emails All right, then. millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option I never really was a salad guy that's just not who I am but Noom worked for me Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. With the right equipment, you can make your own sausage at home. Make your own sausage at home. Why not? Um, if I was forced, if someone broke into my house with a machete and said, look, I'm going to slice you and you on, Pete, if you don't make me a sausage. Yeah. 
The but only thing I, could, again, I could possibly make is make some super noodles, jam it in a condom. That's all I can do. Yeah. My house is so bereft of meat products or any products. Yeah, I It would have to be so super noodles in a condom. So the, yeah, that is, again, quite mm. depressing. I, I don't subscribe to the thing that we used to do when I was a kid where you do your shopping on like a day and it lasts you for the week because I don't really know what I'm going to be doing day to day. No. I normally buy the food on that day and then cook it. So I wouldn't yeah. have any meat left. If, 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 a, if, a, if, a, if a sausage terrorist took me around to my own house now and said, make a sausage. I'm holding you hostage till you make a sausage. No corned beef, no spam, no, no. kind of tinned goods. Probably going to have to do some kind of porridge oats type <laughs> thing. In a condom. With yogurt. Oh, no. That's the worst. Yeah. If you went, so where's, there's a bit of homework. If you went to your cupboard I'd, right now, what would be in your sausage and how would you make it? Yes. Come on. Love that. I'm typing that up. I'm an typing old, it up. An old pipe. Let's do the an homework now. A pipe so, filled with pro, com, com, just smashed up prawns. How would you make a sausage using only the, the in items your, in your cupboards you currently have <laughs> in your house? Nice. It's got to be edible. Got to be edible. It has to be edible. Yeah. And I also want to set you the homework, you guys before we get into emails, of what is your going to bed slash bathroom routine and is it out of the ordinary? Tell us about it. I don't want you emailing in hello at lukeandpeach.com just going, oh, I wash my face or I brush my teeth when I get into bed. Mm. What are the things you have to do? What do you do every night? Or you lie in bed thinking, oh, damn, I didn't do it and you have to yeah. go back and do it. That kind of stuff. Yeah, mine's mainly asthma related. Oh, yeah? Uh, I'll usually go to the washing machine and realise I've left a little washing in there thing I'll do that tomorrow morning I hate that yeah, I hate it's the that. worst it's the yeah. worst feeling in you the can't world. and the, the only options you've got get it out or have to wash it again it's going to uh, stink the next morning it'll stink the no, next morning no 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 just don't open the, just do not open the uh, thing and, and, and it's hermetically sealed so you've got ah. you've got about a day's grace before it starts to absolutely like, cin- cinema pongo. Like some kind of laundry sarcophagus. Yeah, just don't open it and it doesn't hit the air and the microbes don't start going wild. Do it for long enough. When you open it up, get diseases. Get diseases. Like they found King Tut. Did somebody get diseases when that happened? Yeah, I believe so. So oh. so when when King uh, Tutankhamun's um, tomb fuck- was found... Do you they just fucking about, though? Well, do you they told the wife? Well, what happened was... Honestly, dear. Yeah. What are you Tim Khan gave me a... Gave me t- it's PV. You're getting a bit of, netri- into, bit of necrophilia action. <laughs> yeah. I'm not no. saying they had sex with a corpse. I'm just saying he may have philandered. Oh, okay, right. Well, the, the story is I understand it. They found it, King Tutankhamun's tomb mm. in the Valley of the Kings. Tutti's tomb. They opened it up. Mm. I think this is in about the 1930s. So it'd been there for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and they said, oh, look at it. It's mad. It's the most amazing tomb we've ever found, etc., etc." And then people started dying. And so they instantly thought, it's a curse. Right. But I think it was like a load of disease. <laughs> yeah. Coughs and sneezes spread diseases. Plus, Tutankhamun. Loose lips sink mm. ships. I'm actually going to see King Tut in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah? What's he up to? He's in town. Is he in town? He's on tour again. Is, 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 um, what, his death hat mask? Yeah, I want to say British Museum, but I'm not sure. Um, are you sure you're not going to be visiting Deluxe Paint 3? I can check my calendar. Cool. Uh, hang on. Um, Let's I'll, do that. Yeah. Um, do you want when to is a... Luke going to be looking at the death mask of King Definitely Tut? not next weekend, because I'm going to um, for lunch with some friends. Uh, when is it? Uh, it's not the 18th, 15th, that's a spa day. You criticised me for not putting anything into this show, and you're just reading out your calendar. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, I'm going, I'm going <laughs> I can't, to... We didn't even get it! <laughs> no. We didn't even get the calendar! You do an email and I'll find it! Fuck me. Fuck a duck. Do an email, for God's sake. Uh, well, I, was, I was concentrating on the excitement of your bloody calendar. I can't get it. The toilet's up, the toilet's up now. Here we go. Right then. 
we've got an email from Mark Ogden, harking back to a previous uh, subject. A uh, long time listener to the show and the Ramble. I went to the Ramble live show in Manchester last year. That was a good date. Uh, just checking in with a gladiator update. This email is about Ace, real name Warren Furman. Right. He made a uh, guest appearance uh, in a morning assembly at a primary school my mum works at. This is late January 2020. A can't, recent gladiator sighting. I can't believe we're still doing gladiators. Yeah. You saw Ace the Gladiator in 2020. How would you even recognise him? I don't know, but a short clip of him in action was on the on the hit show was uh, played moments before he walked out. Turns out he's now a devout Christian, good friends with a priest in the local area. Warren then proceeded to put on a souped, suit of armour and after giving some kids plastic <laughs> swords, he then instructed them to softly strike him across the armour. The lesson was that the power of God can deflect the pain inflicted by others, apparently. Oh, geez, tedious. For some, for some kids, it was all uh, too much, and they started crying, and they were taken out uh, one by one. It seems the Lord can work in mysterious ways. I don't mind if people like God, but I mm. don't want to be hearing it. He dated Katie Price and worked as a construction manager. I want to hear more about that. Exactly. I don't want to hear your painful metaphors about... I want to hear about some sharp sand. There was an amazing, and I do mean amazing, uh, long read in The Guardian. Um, I, I read it yesterday, so it might be a week. Put it in calendar. Put it in my calendar, yeah. Uh, about the um, a massive, massive scandal rocking some of the earliest um, papyrus scrolls. More Egypt. Of, of the Gospels. Right. Um, by a, allegedly by a scholar at Oxford University. Right. Uh, they found there was... There, some I'll, I'll link it up on the Twitter, but some some um, archaeologists dug up a load of uh, like an old town, right? For, dated from like the first century or something, uh, uh, AD, and found an absolute treasure trove of all these old manuscripts, and it had gospels, old poems of of hitherto undiscovered um, um, sort of first print kind of things on, on papyrus of like these famous Greek poets and all the yeah. rest of it. Anyway. There's so many of them that to be categorised and studied, and, and it's, it's a really difficult thing to do, apparently, because sometimes you only have a little bit of papyrus about the size of a postage stamp with a little bit of ancient writing on it, yeah. and you've got to try and decipher it. Jeez. And um, what's happening is there's a company in the US called Hobby Lobby who do a load of, um, uh, of as you can imagine, like craft-type stuff on the high street, but they're owned by a very f- religious family who are collecting as many um, artefacts of religious significance as possible to, to, to put in their museum. Mm. And they're trying to buy these things up. But then the, the original society found them and said, no, no, they, they need to be looked after and kept and all the rest of it and studied. Right. And there's talk that a certain number of scholars are selling them to... uh, because there's so many of them. Yeah. They're just selling them and saying, oh, couldn't find that one kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, ah. it's an amazing scandal. It's rocky. And the reason it's so interesting... Rocking archaeology. Yeah, because you don't feel like they're the type of people who would be doing that kind of thing. No. Because they're like, they're like academics. And you think of them as having a scarf around their neck and having a beard and being very nice. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe a bit pervy. But that's it. You know? So anyway, it's worth oh, looking really? at. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, um, I'll share that on the Twitter. Mm. And if um, anyone would like to buy some papyrus... Yeah. Uh, uh, hello at ResilientBeatShow.com. You can make some. Mm. Um, this but is an interesting email from Max from Bristol. Teabag on a bit of A4. Put it in your sausage. Put it in your sausage. Uh, Max um, has emailed saying, um, emailing re last Monday's um, show and the mysterious note found after attending the Boomtown Festival. Oh, yes. Because it reminds me of a note my dad received over Christmas. The attached message was posted through the door a couple of days before Christmas and neither my dad or stepmom have any idea who sent it or mm. even who the accused person is. Right. For added context... They live in a tiny, tiny village in literally the arsehole of nowhere and have lived there for 15 years. So how someone got their address is very odd. And the attached letter, I'm going to try and find it, uh, is 
Bear me a second. I didn't have it up here. Now I've lost it again. Here we go. Yes, it's it's the attachment is this. Right. I'll just read it as it's written. It's, yep. ty- it's typed. Yep. So there's no handwriting to analyse. It says, Rob. I don't think Max Dad's called Rob. Rob, not sure if you see my other notes, so I've written again to tell you that your Mrs. Mel has been shagging Mark Walton. Oh. It's been going on for ages. Me and my missus are fed up of her taking the piss out of you. They've been seen together loads of times and they don't care. <laughs> so Max is in weird, Bristol. So it's in so Bristol. Weird, so they've got the wrong house. Yeah, and the wrong I would, name. I would at least do a little Facebook search mm. about that. So they live in a, Max lives in a little village, mm. or he's or he lives in Bristol. His mum and dad live in a little tiny village in the middle of nowhere. And they type it up, that, stick it in the newspaper, stick it in the local paper. If you can solve the, if you can solve it, then uh, solve the question. Hello, the and, uh, and before you do one, Pete, I just wanted to do this email as well, which is from Andy, who says very much enjoyed um, the Bob Hawk chat. Remember Bob Hawk, the blue plaque sculling of the Isle of Ale? Yes, okay. And he he went on to become the Prime Minister of uh, Australia. Yes. Well, um, I've got an email here from, from Andy who says, um, sadly, Bob Hawke passed away last year. Mm. However, you would no doubt be pleased to know that his appetite for sculling beers remained undiminished into his later years. I'm sure others would have sent this in, but here is a 70-plus-year-old Bob Hawke necking a pint on YouTube. Now, I'm going to play it to you. I'm going to put it in perspective. Bob Hawke, ex-Prime Minister. He looks over- very old in this He's over 70. <laughs> uh, he's at a cricket match between Australia and India. Mm. And a random person grabs him when he's walking up the steps and asks him to down a pint of beer. One for the country, Robert. Hands him a pint in a plastic glass. Gets it down himself. And it, listen, the crowd goes wild. There might be a more typical Australian scene than that, <laughs> but I have an, never seen watching it. an ex-prime as the skull a pint. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the country, Robert. Well, well for, the country. for the country. He doesn't even falter. Doesn't waver. Doesn't even think no. about. It, just does it. Hand a pint to Boris Johnson. What would he do? He probably. I reckon he'd probably do it. So you know, actually, he's not even the ex-prime minister. Hand it to um, John Major. Oh, I don't want to do this. I, I think everyone would have a go. Would you have a go? May, May wouldn't do it. No way. May, no, no way, way. May. No way would she do it. She'd never slam it. Um, all right, good. That's cool. cool. That was interesting, wasn't it? Uh, Lee Russell, quick one before we chip off. A uh, long time ago, uh, sorry, long time listener, first time email. I've just been catching up uh, and you guys wanted a local story. This is from The Gift That Keeps On Giving, um, Kingsbridge on Facebook. Uh, a local man who I must say is a crazy person uh, flipped his uh, car on a bend which is three to four miles away from the sea down here in South Devon the police turned up uh, to block one side of the road in order to move the car and questioned by the police uh, as to how he'd managed to flip his car uh, he told them that he swerved to avoid a squid <laughs> safe to say the man had been on the sweet Mary Jane aka PD's herbal vape yeah <laughs> Um, Calamari, yeah. you believe it? Calamari, you believe it? Very he was nice. a real sucker. It's not really, <laughs> it's not really going to wash that, is it? No, it's not going to wash. Really not, no. um, that's enough. That's enough for us for this week. Mm. Um, reminder of your homework: How would you make a sausage using only the items you currently have in your house? Yeah, uh, and your going to bed slash bathroom routines. Tell us about yours. The weird and wonderful, the best, the better, but don't make them up. Make them believable. Hello at lukeandpeach.com to get in touch about that and anything else. And we are at Luke and Peach on Twitter. You can leave us a review on iTunes whenever you like. That would be helpful. Have, Have a great a weekend. smashing weekend. Bye.
a Stakhanov production. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.